0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to MST. This is episode 8, I believe. We're not really sure, but we're pretty sure it's (laughs) 8. I am here with Eric, as always.
1: Yep, I'm here.
0: And just Eric today. Today we do not have a guest. We're going to take this opportunity to talk about something else that's been really prevalent in the last couple days, in the last week or so, Um, especially with sports possibly coming back. We have some NBA talk, too. But uh, I'm gonna take a sip of my drink really quick, so my throat doesn't go dry. There we go. That was nasty. All right. You didn't even hear it, brother. (laughs) Yeah, you can hear it. Oh yeah, what drink was it? (laughs) (laughs) Take a guess. Lemonade. Nah, it was body armor. Okay. Two for five right now. Fire. Um, So that's dope. But okay, let's uh. So let's get into the episode. Uh, first, we're going to start off with a little bit darker of a topic. Um, matter at hands right now with the, the movements going on and all the uh, all athletes and all people around the world speaking up about it. So about uh, in 2014, in December of 2014, um, NBA players started the I Can't Breathe movement I don't know if you remember that, Eric, but it's all over. No, I remember right
1: you sent the picture of uh, Kobe wearing the shirt, and then it, I kind of remember seeing players wearing it.
0: Yeah, so this happened in uh, 2014. It's after um, Eric Gardner. Eric Gardner, yeah, the big. A, yeah, I saw that video. Um, this was a, a tribute to him back in the day um, when police were. Police brutality was at an extreme, and still is. It is, yeah. It has resurfaced now, definitely, especially on the media. Um, but Eric Gardner, who was uh, being brutalized by the police and kind of choked and being restrained, took him eleven times to say, "I can't breathe," before the police let up on him. Unfortunately, he eventually passed, and um, so that's why the uh, NBA players, starting with Derrick Rose, started wearing the I Can't Breathe t-shirts, and we look at that, that was a big movement in time, Mm -hmm. Uh, Derrick Rose, LeBron James, um, football players too, Reggie Bush, and just teams overall, mostly, uh, you saw it mostly in basketball. It was a large african american movement. So we we see that now today after the unfortunate passing and murder, I guess we would call it of George Floyd who was murdered by the police. Um, just, I think everybody everybody yeah, just a few days ago. I think everybody stands the same place on that. Um, yeah. There's all there's obviously people that are trying to um, battle in the police's favor. I just don't see how you can do that. Yeah, um, me either. There's people that try to argue against it. But uh, again, so this is kind of just uh, another, you know, usually we don't see this stuff in the news with sports when sports are happening. But now that the coronavirus has happened and sports are on hold for the time being, um, news is kind of being more brought upon. And uh, just a couple days ago, like I said, George Floyd was murdered. Um, a few days before that, another man was, um, I don't know, it wasn't as popular as George Floyd, but another man was shot three times by the cops after he was very apologetic. And, um, yeah, so he I don't know if anybody saw this, but the man was just sitting in his car And he was very forgiving and apologetic, and he was like saying, they told him to get out of the car, and he said, okay, okay, I will, don't worry. Um, They were like, put your hands up, and he put his hands up, and he's like, I'm getting out of the car, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I did anything, I'm getting out of the car. And then out of nowhere, he was shot three times by police officers. So just in the last week, there's been two major events like that that has happened. Um, so that "I Can't Breathe" movement is kind of becoming relevant again as all those photos are resurfacing on social media.
1: I think um, another thing about this too is like you tend to stick away, like on podcasts or on you know on live television or whatever, you try to stick away from sharing your opinion on certain matters. But I feel like on like in a situation like this, it's like you can't even hide your opinion because.
0: It's it is, so wrong.
1: Yeah, and it's so prevalent, too. Like, the problem is just so, like, real and, and like, it's, like, almost if you were to write something in text that's highlighted, bolded, underlined, this is, like, a fucking problem and it's not being addressed. Then. And so it's just, like, hard to not share an opinion on this.
0: Yeah. And there was a, another one a couple, like, a, two weeks ago. I forget the man's name, but started with an A, I'm pretty sure. Um, Yeah, Ahmad. Yeah, him. Um, Yeah, um, Arbery. Yeah, that that also happened. So that's like three things that occurred within a span of two weeks. It's just really unfortunate uh, for them. Prayers go out to their families. Um, Hopefully the justice is taken care of fairly, Um, although it probably will not be like – um, one of the shootings, I think the shooting I was talking about the other day, there was three police uh, officers involved and three of all three of them were just fired. Yeah, um, same with the was, four that yeah. with
1: George Floyd.
0: there was only, so there was no like justice other than them losing their jobs, which is also wrong. They should. I feel and personally, I think a lot of people feel this way. They should be charged for murder.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah.
0: Um, But, you know, the way things are, the way society is, it's just not like that, unfortunately. Um, But like I said, athletes are taking uh, word to this, kind of bringing it back. It's kind of like a movement, again, for um, a lot of athletes, even though they can't present, like, their on-court awareness. They're on social media. And that's the great thing about social media nowadays. You can use it as a platform to spread your word. Um, And a lot of athletes are taking advantage of it. Um, One that stuck out to me was earlier today, Kyle Kuzma. I saw that. uh, Took on the George Floyd. And he simply said he had the picture of the police officer who's Mm -hmm. had his knee on George Floyd's neck. And uh, the caption was simply, this virus has been around for 400 plus years and still no vaccine. Yep. Uh, just a lot to be said in so little words, very powerful. Um, Kyle Kuzma, who's obviously very relevant in the NBA, kind of a cultural figure. A lot of people were in agreement with him, a lot of fellow NBA players, just a lot of people in general. So, like I said, um, this is a big thing again, and it always has been. It just hasn't been brought, uh, hasn't been shined into the light that it needed to be. Um, I think we can. I think this is kind of a way to thank coronavirus. I think if coronavirus did one thing, it was bring bring this sort of news back into the world and help start these movements again. And movements probably. are going to be continue to be started once sports come back too. So I think this is just a call that sports are needed now more than ever.
1: Yeah, and uh, it, I think it brought more attention to people, social media, and like you start you you know you're beginning to see news that's more in depth. You're seeing smaller stories. You know, get get their fair get share bigger, being shared. Yeah. yeah,
0: bigger light. Um, well, not that these are lightful stories yes. at all. These are dark and unfortunate. But stuff that will get hidden for some
1: reason in the news yes. because it wants to be shielded. That's the problem.
0: And this was a uh, unfortunate circum circumstance for the families and the the men themselves who were murdered. Um, hopefully, like we said, we just wanted to touch on that really quick. Hopefully justice is taken. I know we're both in full support of uh, the movement, especially alongside all the players and everything. Um, a lot of people are in agreement, and hopefully it stays that way, and hopefully uh, something is done, justice is to be taken. But we wanted to touch on that. So we're we'll going to something more, a uh, little light, Saying that sports are needed now more than ever, the NBA is potentially well is coming back. We um, not a, not an exact date has been given yet, but it looks to be as if there's going to be um, uh, the biggest thing has been a tournament discussed, mm-hmm. a 16-team tournament um, between all the current teams that are seated in the playoffs, eight teams from each conference. They're not seated by conference though. They're seated in order from best record to worst, no matter which conference. All the games will probably be played in Florida, and we'll hold all the players there in Disney World, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, and family members, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, they're gonna they're pulling out all the stops to bring the season back, which I think is awesome. Cause like we said, sports are needed really uh, right now. Um, attention needs to be brought to something else, um, because it's. Uh, it's a big distraction for people, what's going on right now. Not that it's a bad distraction, but it's uh, all people can think about. We need some joy brought to our lives, and this is one way to bring it. So the NBA hopefully comes back very soon. We'll talk about the 16-seed bracket in a moment. But um, there's been other uh, speculation. I think the 16-seed bracket is most likely to happen. The other 14 teams won't, won't uh, play the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. But there's a possibility that they bring in another proposed idea, which was very popular amongst the uh, the uh, player, not the players' union, but the league officials and everything, was the idea of having the Western Conference teams, like the next four in the standings, to battle out um, the set through the seventh. I think it was the seventh through the twelfth seed were battling for the last two playoff spots. Um, like something that. like that would be cool, but they were only going to consider it for the Western Conference. The Eastern Conference teams would not have a chance.
1: Okay, so then I don't doesn't like really that.
0: make doesn't really make any sense. I mean, I guess we all know the East is weaker than the West, but um, I think there's no reason to have it just be the Western Conference. Um, you played in your respective conference all year, I think, each uh, each conference. Each of those teams, those last four teams – So obviously four teams would be left out in that scenario in the West and um, all the remaining um, eight, uh, six teams in the East would be left out, something like that. So um, Damian Lillard took to the news of this possibility saying that if Western Western Conference games are played or any games in general are played and they're just throwing in a couple games for the fans – he does not want to participate if he doesn't have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, personally, I stand with Dame on this. I don't know about you, Eric. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean i I see like I see both sides to to that quote. I guess
0: I I, see, I, I get both too, but um, like the I personally
1: perspective,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's just a precaution. It health wise would be um, good to sit out but I, I feel like if these, these other teams don't have a chance to compete to get into the playoffs, I mean, you'll have the teams that were lottery, like given like top five picks anyways, who never had a chance, but you have these teams that are very, very close to ninth and 10th and 11th seeds that have about 20 games left that have a chance to push for a playoff spot. I think that would be um, kind of unfair to them. Because it feels like they're almost playing for nothing at this point, except a possible like thirteenth or fourteenth pick in the draft.
1: Yeah, and and like I don't know, I, I agree with you on that. And but like looking at Dame's uh, quote, also, I see the other side that I see of it is like this man has said that he doesn't want to be traded. He wants to stay in Portland his whole career, but you can't pick and choose when you want to give your all to a city. So. You you know if you're gonna give your all give your all hundred percent of the time and if you're not you're not so like I don't know that's the other side of the quote that I see from Dame too.
0: Yeah, I guess seeing that being the fan base in Portland, um, it would be important for them to see maybe uh, Dame play because we haven't seen basketball in a while. Um, I I think that's just the competitive spirit of some players, especially players like Dame who are such gamers that. That they think that like if I'm not competing for a chance to win, then there's no point in me competing at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. That's I kind of agree with him on that. He's a dog like that. So, um. I think they should like I said like uh, they're proposing, I think the four team four uh, next teams from each conference should be able to compete for a playoff spot. That'll ultimately uh, leave six teams out of the playoffs. And ultimately give them higher draft picks, but the other teams should be able to compete. If for final playoff spot, if it was possible for them to be competitive in the regular season, if they weren't statistically or mathematically eliminated, I think that would be another fair way for them to be incorporated in getting a chance to play in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, the, we're just gonna we were just gonna talk about that really quick. Um, another possible format, but the most popular format right now. It's just the sixteen top uh, teams in the league right now. In each, uh, the two the best eight best teams from each conference combining together. No specific uh, conference seating. It's just the best team versus the worst team out of the sixteen teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this could ultimately be this would be a game changer because you could see maybe the two best teams in the league if you don't think the two best teams, uh, one in the West and one in the East. You could see a finals matchup that you would never get the chance to see. I think that would be cool. Um, but we'll uh, just go through this bracket, share our opinions. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with the uh, – do you want to start – let's start off with the 1-16. to 16. Yeah. Um,
1: Bucks versus Magic. So
0: we have Bucks versus Magic. Um, I think this is easy. I think everybody agrees that the Bucks yep. would be – a. Um, at least, I would probably say no more than five games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, that's a pretty easy one.
1: I could see, yeah, like I said, like you said, I could see Orlando taking maybe a game. Um, in Orlando, they were pretty. They caught a hot streak last year in the playoffs, um, and it's yeah. pretty pretty similar to that same team.
0: Yeah, they're just one of those teams that can surprise you.
1: Yeah, so I think you know, catching one game is is reasonable, but I don't think any more than that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, we both agree, Bucks on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'd advance to the next round, and then we have, which would be a, which would be the regular matchup, anyways, in the East. If we were to go by regular NBA standings, it would be Bucks, the one seed, and the uh, Magic would be the eighth seed. Yep. So that'd be the matchup we'd probably see either way. But now we move out to the first out of conference matchup. Um, we have the two seed Lakers versus the fifteen. See Nets, mm-hmm. um. I think it would be an interesting dynamic. Um, like if it would be cool if Kyrie played. <laughs> yeah. To see Kyrie versus LeBron in the playoffs, and then um, there was always a skeptical that KD could come back depending on how late the season starts. But I don't uh, starts back up again. But I don't think he's coming back either way. I think he's pretty set in stone on not coming back. Um. Yeah. I think it would be cool though to make a playoff run because this is a it's a strange year. Everybody's kind of coming back at the same pace, so I think KD could have that same fair chance too. Everybody's a little rusty, so I I, I'm gonna say Lakers on that though. Yeah, probably no more than five games as well. I would
1: say Um, uh I would say if Kevin Durant did come back, I say they still only win one, maybe two. I think yeah, I'd say two.
0: Two at most,
1: Katie hasn't um, played all years. So.
0: Come back, um, but you know, like another, Nets is another team that can surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always competitive. But yeah, I think Lakers is the no doubt choice. So they're gonna move down. Um, we'll go to the Raptors, Grizzlies. Raptors, Grizzlies. Yep. Um, Raptors, Grizzlies. This could get Raptors interesting. Are, this would be a very interesting matchup. I think just based on the playoff experience alone, it pushes the Raptors over the Mm -hmm. edge. Um, The Grizzlies are a talented team. Don't get me wrong. They're very young, very talented. They'll definitely be a problem within the next two years or so in the playoffs, but I don't think it's their time yet. You have too many guys and too many uh, key players in your lineup that have no playoff experience whatsoever. The Raptors are hot still. They're the uh, the second-best seed in the East. They're coming off a championship they have the best player. Um, possibly, maybe the two best players, if you want to argue that. Um but yeah, I think the Raptors would take this. I think you could possibly I think you could go to six with this one. I don't see more than six, seven if you're really Yeah giving the Grizzlies a shot. I but, think, uh, I think the
1: Grizzlies I think they match up well against a team like the Raptors, um, position by position. I think they match up well. Yeah. Um, but I don't see them winning more than you know. I would say at most two games.
0: Yeah, I think I think one thing too about the Raptors is they're they're just so deep. They might be the deepest yeah. team in the league. Um, with playoff experience, yeah. veteran wise. Um, although they don't have like the best players on their team, they don't have like the two stars or anything. Yeah, but they have past, uh, spicy P, who's a star, up and coming yeah. superstar, um, who's. You know, was great in the playoff last year. Like I said, six games. I don't really see the Grizzlies pulling this one out. I could see them taking two games, though. Um, so we'll move to back to the other side of the bracket. Now we just did uh, the second side, uh, the right side of the bracket with those Lakers and Raptors advancing. On the other side, the Bucks advance so far. We'll go to the four for, uh, four versus thirteen matchup. We have the Clippers versus the Mavericks. Um, I'm going Clippers. Yeah, I think this could be. I think a lot of people might maybe think this one goes seven games. I don't think so. Um, Luca uh, is great, but um, he's coming off an injury. Uh, he's been hurt this season. Kristaps uh, has been playing great, but yeah. I like we got. They have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. That's um, all you got to say, pretty much. That's, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. You got guys that can shut Luca down. Um, Chris Dops is kind of a different matchup, but you have tough guys like Montrezl Harrell and stuff. Eliminate much. the two best players from the equation, and um, I think this is a five-game series. Yeah. Um, so we'll move up. So we have the Bucks and the La- uh, Clippers advancing on that side and the Lakers and Raptors advancing on the other side. So the four best teams advancing so far, which takes us to the fifth best team in the league versus the 12th. The uh, Celtics versus the 76ers. Um, our hometown Celtics. No bias. I think this is the Celtics series. I think we've, al- we've always had the 76ers number, um, especially in the playoffs. We've had their number. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Joel Embiid. I could see us giving some problems, but um, I the they're do not the seventy uh, sixers' dynamic all year has been off, um, yeah, more so not, than yeah. previous seasons. Um, I'd probably I'd probably say another. I mean, we took them a couple of years ago. It was a five five game series. I'd probably say. I'd probably say no more than six, Max. Yeah, I was saying six I'd max. probably say five though. Um considering how polished the Celtics are. Like I said, although they're young, they, they have the playoff experience as well. Yeah. Um Tatum's evolved into a superstar caliber player in the second half of the year. Jalen Brown, Kemba, Gordon Hayward, they're deep. Even though Kemba barely fight.
1: has any playoff experience, but yes.
0: Yeah, he's got two years, but um you know, he's just another he's okay. guy. Um, but Daniel Tice, who's been kind of a breakout player for us, um, who's like ninth at his position in defensive plus minus. So he's been great. Yeah, I just see the uh, this is a Celtics series, six games max. I think we can both agree on that. Yep. So we'll move to six versus 11. We have the Nuggets this versus the Pacers. I think I would love to watch this series. It would be interesting. Um both teams are very good. They're both very deep. Um, they kind of have – they both have very good off offenses and offensive players. Um, I, I'd say this would be close. I'd say this could be one that goes seven games. Yep. Um, you have Sabonis and Jokic who are very similar play styles, both averaging um, two of three players this here to average over um, 18, 12, and 5. So – or 18, 10, and 5, one of those two. I think this would be a good matchup to watch. I think it would be high-scoring matchups. Neither team really excels on defense, but you have defensive-capable players. I think this is a seven-game series, six or seven games, but I still lean towards the Nuggets just because Oladipo – we haven't really seen the same Oladipo that we saw a couple years ago. So I'll give the uh, Nuggets, they'll finally break through that first round, um, get to the second round. I mean, they did last year, but um, I think they have a good shot this year, and I think they've just been a really good team these last couple years that they kind of break through a little bit. I actually
1: so, – um, so this is my – you know, you were saying go seven games. I agree. Um, Seven-game series for this series. But um, I, I think it's – what it comes down to is each team – like you said both have good offenses and both know how to score inside outside both have very good guard play both have very good big play yep. so i think it what it comes down to is which one's going to give first you know if if jokic starts to slow down in terms of scoring i don't think their guard play can carry the load and same for same for the pacers so
0: i feel like this is a series if wh- whoever wins the majority of the first 3 games is going to win the series yeah um, even maybe whoever wins the first game could, is probably the favorite to win the series. That's how well these teams match up against each other. But I, I still lean towards Denver. I, it could go either way, but I, my heart says Denver. Um, so now we'll move up in the bracket. We have the Jazz versus the Rockets. This would be another very good matchup. Um, I think this might be the first time you see upset. a lower seed. Yep. I wouldn't call it an upset. They're both very close. But, yeah, um, it would be the lower seed winning the series. I'd say this would be a good opportunity. Um, you know, James Harden was again good all season. Westbrook, who definitely performed really well in the second half, um, it'd be interesting to see how the small ball concept works out against the likes of Rudy Gobert. Um, but with the the tainted relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, see how that could maybe translate to the court. But uh, Utah is another very deep team. I'd probably say they might even be deeper than the Rockets. Um, They have a lot of veteran experience um, with Mike Conley being there, who Mm -hmm. hasn't played up to caliber this season, but he's still a playoff experienced player. Um, Donovan Mitchell, we've seen him erupt in the playoffs. He's broken out again. Rudy Gobert's been astounding this year. So this would be another interesting series. This could be another one that goes seven games. I want to lean towards the Rockets. I don't really have a favorite. I think either one could win. My, I, my gut just says lean towards the Rockets because of um, how Star good Harlem is and how good Westbrook can be. Mm-hmm. I um, agree.
1: But I think if the Jazz find a way to utilize Rudy Gobert and take advantage of the small ball lineup, I think that's, uh, that's vital for them to win the series.
0: Yeah, I think it's it comes down to the center position for this one. Um, you have a guy like P.J. Tucker, who's a very, um, if, if you're gonna run small ball, he's one of the guys you wanna run it around. Um, he's very small for the center position, but he's also not like a, he's a strong guy. Um, he doesn't have all that length, but he's a guy that can pull Rudy Gobert out of the paint because he's so deadly from the corners. He's very good defensively. He switches better than he probably he switches really well um, onto other guards because he can defend all five positions pretty much. So it'd be an interesting series. This would probably be one of my favorites to watch. Um, but like like we said, it could probably go either way. I'd probably lean towards the Rockets though. So that fills out that side of the bracket. We'll talk about it in a second. Now we're going back to the other side. We have the eight versus 9 seeds. We have the heat versus the thunder. Um, the thunder have been surprising all year. I'm not going to lie. They they have um, the edge over the Heat and veteran experience uh, with Chris Paul, but I see the Heat taking the edge. Um, They have Jimmy Butler, another guy who's been in the playoffs. The OKC, though, has more guys that have uh, a little more veteran experience, but I think the Heat are a deeper team. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think this one goes more than six. And I think the Heat get this series just because of how great they've been this year. They haven't well, really been on well any hunched. They haven't been on really any hot streaks or cold streaks. They've just been consistent all year long. And if you're looking at a seven game series, that's what you want a team that's going to win four out of the seven, and that's what they can do. Yeah,
1: experienced um, coach as well.
0: Yeah, guy, uh, coach that's been to the playoffs many times, won championships. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, another interesting matchup. I don't really know how it would go. We have a lot of wings on the Heat. Um, the Thunder, like I said, they they probably get the. It, it'd be an interesting dynamic for me to see Bam versus Stephen Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's that would be that'd be cool. I mean, I think Bam's a better center, but Stephen Adams is very, very tough center and a very tough center to go against, especially down low. So Bam's kind of been the game changer, and I think that's kind of the X factor in the series is how well Bam plays puts them past OKC with ease. So we have the next round we would have, uh, let's just go right into the Bucks versus the Heat. Um, earlier in the season, we were all, I think we were all really on that, that Heat train. Not that we were on a Heat bandwagon, but we were on a Heat train that like they're a team that could upset the Bucks in the playoffs. Um, they've been great all year, like I said, but the bucks just have been great all year as well, but they win, they won more games. Uh, they never got on a slump or anything. They're going to break through. I think the bucks take this one, uh, no more than six. Um, earlier in the year, I That's said, good. I had the heat, I had the heat surprise for the finals, but, uh, I think Bam could be really effective against Giannis. I think this one goes six, could go seven. I, I'd say Bucks, but I'd like to see the Heat beat them. That'd be uh, that'd be cool to see to just see my prediction from earlier in the year go through. If you have anything to say on this, yeah,
1: I I want the Heat to win, and I actually do think they have a legit chance at winning. I think uh, Bam a bio is definitely the X factor. Can he stick? I mean. You can't stop Giannis in the post, and no one can. But can you slow Giannis down in the post? And if he can do that, I mean, that just shows how even great of a player he is. So,
0: I like. Yeah, I think it just comes down to uh, this. One might come down to playoff experience. The Bucks yeah. all around have had more playoff experience. They have pretty much the same team they've had the last couple seasons, other than the Malcolm Brogdon departure. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say this could be a good matchup. But I'm gonna I take the Bucks just based on how good they've been all year long. Um, we'll move to the other side of the bracket. We'll go – next we'll do Raptors versus Nuggets. This is another good matchup, another one that could go seven games, I think. Um, I, I don't really have a favorite in this matchup. The, the Raptors have been great. The, the Nuggets have been great as well. They're both yeah. very um, – I think it comes down to just how Jokic plays and how spicy uh, Spicy P plays. How the two best players play.
1: Yeah, um, I, agree.
0: I don't really, I don't really have a favorite. This one could go seven.
1: Um, I'm gonna call. I'm just gonna call Raptors on this one.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, based on how hot they've been. Um, but the Nuggets, like we said, this one could go either way. Um, we'll go back to the other side of the bracket. We have Celtics versus Clippers. This would be a a really cool matchup to see because you have um, two veteran forwards in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard going up against uh, two young forwards, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. (coughs) What the hell was that? I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you freaking kidding me? Now we got to restart. (laughs) Mm. Um, So this would be a, a dope matchup. Um, like, like I said, the forward matchup alone is, is cool, but I think the Clippers get this one. Um, I could see the Celtics giving a push, but I'd say this one goes no more than six. Um, this is, this is definitely just with Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi alone makes the Clippers just so good. And, uh, people like, I feel like people are downplaying how well he's been playing all year. Kawhi's a guy that's never in the MVP talks, but I think he plays like an MVP every year he's just such a quiet personality that he doesn't get talked about even though he's like the reigning finals MVP and led Toronto to a championship and everything um, but yeah this is a clipper series I say six Max um, the Celtics I think they uh they match up well but it's not in the Celtics it's not in the Celtics favor well
1: no I don't think seven have, games you can stop two superstars.
0: You have – I mean, we've seen Sha- uh, Paul George in the playoffs be shaky, but we've also seen him be great back in his Pacer days. But Paul George of late in the playoffs hasn't been all that great. Um, but Kawhi alone and how deep that team is and everything, I think it's just the Clippers all the way for that series. And um, we go out to the other side of the bracket. We have the Lakers versus the Rockets. Um this would be an interesting matchup, kind of a offensive power team versus a, I'd say more defensive power team. I'd say Lakers though, um, they've just been so good. LeBron James is great. Anthony Davis is your second best player. you I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think one thing that's undervalued about the Lakers is their their uh the players around those two and how deep they are. Um, people kind of view that as a bad thing for the Lakers, as if those guys aren't capable of being a surrounding core for these two big, big time, uh, players. But, um, I think it's more used in a positive light for this team. Uh, you have cool dynamics in there. You have Rondo, Avery Bradley, former teammates again on this team coming off the bench. You got depth with at the center position with JaVale, Dwight Howard, um, a lot of guys, a lot of bigs that can rotate out and be serve, uh, very good and serviceable defenders down low. Um, I just don't think the Rockets have enough bigs to win this matchup.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I don't think have. Uh, I don't think uh, you can match up with um, the amount of bigs the Lakers have, which I think makes them final locks. Or yeah, I, lock.
0: Yeah, I I just. The, the guard matchup, if they just go guards, would be interesting to see. Um, you have, The Lakers do have very good defensive guards, but to stop uh, Harden and, and Westbrook is tough. But I could see this one going. Um, s- depends on how the Rockets are playing. I could see it going six, no more than six. I'd probably say five. Um, Lakers and five. And that would give us our final four teams, which would probably which would be the four best teams in all of the NBA. Um, so, on the left side of the bracket, we have the. Um, actually, we'll go to the right side of the bracket because it's not. I don't think it's as good of a matchup. Yep. Um, we'll go Lakers versus Raptors. Um, Raptors coming off a championship, I think they always have a the fight in them. I think they match up pretty well. Um, They can match up with the bigs that the Lakers have compared to Houston a lot better. Um, They're not going to stop them. I think this series just comes down to LeBron um, and just see how well he plays. I I assume he'll play great. But I could see this one. This one could be surprised. I think this one could potentially go seven if the Raptors are playing really well. Um, I don't don't see it going more than six, but it, it could go seven. I don't think the Raptors have a chance at winning. Uh, there's always potential for an upset, but I think this is the Lakers series. Just how, yes. how well they've been playing all year long, playing for Kobe and everything. I think the the Lakers make the finals, and then on the other side we have the Bucks versus the Clippers. This is another uh, this is a very elite matchup in the uh, conference finals. Um, kind of similar to last year with Kawhi against uh, Giannis and everything. So I'm I'm gonna go. I go Clippers. Um, the Clippers, the the Bucks have been great all year. Um, I know you said Heat as well, but I think yeah. we'll just generalize towards the favorite of the Bucks for this bracket. Um, I think the Heat either would be the Heat would be a good matchup too, but I mean, either I, way, I think the think Clippers. We'll just, either way, yeah, I think the Clippers are going to win this matchup. Um, they just like we said, Kawhi. He's just different. Um, he's he's built different, and he's just incredible in the playoffs. Every time he's in them, like we we almost saw him take down the Warriors a couple of years ago by himself. Um, until he got hurt, the rap he goes to the Raptors, wins them a championship. Uh, goes through the Bucks to do that. He'll probably go. He's going to go through the Bucks again. This one could go seven games easily, but I think Clippers have this one. I want to say in six. Yeah, um, which would ultimately give Asian. us. Probably the coolest finals matchup maybe of all time. Battle of LA, baby. LA versus LA. Clippers versus Lakers. I, I
1: don't even.
0: This, this would be crazy. This would like make the internet explode. Probably be the most viewed uh, finals of all time, especially everything that's happening in sports. If the NBA is coming back, it's going to be viewed like crazy. This finals matchup will definitely be the most viewed of all time. The star power is there. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard versus LeBron, Anthony Davis. Very good supporting cast on both sides. i probably lean towards the Clippers supporting cast compared to the Lakers. Um, I think this is a very evenly matched matchup. I, there's just – you have great defensive uh, – I'd probably say a better defensive team for the Clippers all around, but you also have great defensive players on the Lakers. This matchup is just so even – I don't even know who I'd pick. Um, being a Celtics fan and having LeBron in our way the whole time, I'd want the Clippers to win because I love Kawhi. I love Paul George. Paul George has been one of my favorite players. I want to see him win a ring. So I want to lean towards the Clippers. I think it's evenly matched up enough that you can say either one. I'm going to say Clippers just because I want them to win. I think the Lakers have an e- – I think this is a 50-50 matchup. But I'm yeah. the Clippers.
1: I think uh... – I think it's cool this matchup I think is so unique in its way because um all year we've been talking about the battle of LA since since uh you know since Kawhi. The
0: free, since the signings and yeah. everything. Great.
1: So like it's kinda of built up to this point and it oh, it would be so cool, but oh, another thing too, like no one's got home home court. I mean it's home court every night for each team. So yeah. there's no disadvantages at all. It's the most even matchup you can get, pretty much. Yeah,
0: it's whoever the better team wins. Like, there's no argue.
1: So, Um, and you know, I can't go against my guy. So, I'm taking LeBron. Um,
0: hopefully, we get to see that point in the NBA where we get a Clippers and Lakers Finals matchup, something that we'll never see ever again. Um, hopefully, we get that chance to see that. That would be crazy. I'd probably glorify the hell out of watching that I'd probably take off work for the week just to watch that yeah. um but yeah so th- that's a that's a great uh that's a great series i don't there's i don't think there's a favorite in this one i think um the like like we said the Lakers have been strong all year the clippers have had their ups and downs um but they're definitely they can definitely change that dynamic in the playoffs. Just with Kawhi alone, Paul George plays up to caliber. This star power in this matchup is just a crazy game. Yeah. Um, I like we said can't be. I don't think there's a favorite. Let us know. Like we say, always say, let us know. Um, let us know what you what you think of our bracket. Um, if you kept track of that. Uh, who you think that will be in the finals, who you think will ultimately win the finals, if you have any different opinions about any specific matchups, and overall, overall how the bracket would be laid out, and uh, if you have any ideas of what would be the ideal situation when the NBA returns, how, the, how games would be played, how teams would be seeded, how all that would work. Um, just give us your ideas. If anybody listens this far in and, uh, <laughs> if anybody ever wants to say anything to us, we're still waiting on some feedback. Like we've been waiting on feedback since the beginning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, if we're trash,
1: cool. just tell us, please just tell, tell us. us
0: we're trash. And maybe we'll just put an end to this. Like <laughs> if we're so bad that you can't <laughs> listen to us, just tell us maybe we'll stop the podcast. I, I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, so just let us know the key words, those key three words we always go by. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode. We started off on a very serious topic. Um, hope everybody is uh, finding their way through, kind of, I guess what we call the end of quarantine very well. Um, and hopefully everybody's excited to watch the NBA and all sports again. If you want us to talk about something, tell us. We'll, uh, we'll try to get a guest on for next week so you guys can hear them talk and not us because we talk too much. <laughs> and uh, You talk too much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> be expecting an episode of uh, Sound Up this Sunday. We'll uh see you then. This is going to be it. Thanks for uh, stopping in.
1: See ya.